Hi all, Des Phoebe here from the Franchise Entrepreneur and this uh, new episode is all about uh, something that I've designed called the Layer Cake Franchise. Not to be mistaken with the film. So what do I mean by the Layer Cake Franchise? Right, okay, this is something that I've come up with which is, I would say, fairly unique to one of my businesses, Walk and Go, and I think I can safely say that we're leading in terms of our, our variety in our franchising and in terms of the individuality of it. You know, we were one of the first to offer managed franchises, if not the first. And what I mean by managed franchising is that it operates in the same way as a normal franchise, that you offer that franchise to to people however they don't want to necessarily work in it and therefore they want to pay you a little bit extra in order to take all the pressure and the hassle of managing that franchise on their behalf lots of advantages for us in terms of you know we've got responsibility to run it and therefore can instill our standards etc and have full control over it and advantages for the franchisee in that they've got maybe other opportunities or or have a full-time job or maybe retired and they just don't want to work in, in the business but they want all the benefits of a franchise operation. So we were one of the first and leading lights doing something like that. We were also some, one of the first to offer a investment franchise which works in a very similar way to the managed one but works on the basis of a guaranteed return to the franchise. So once again, they own it just as they would a normal franchise, but we will operate it on their behalf and we will guarantee a certain return. So it may be 8% return on their investment, which again has benefits to them, has benefits to us, and one of the very first on the market to do that, and if not the first. So we've come up with another thing now called the layer cake, which is basically your core franchise offering. And you then bolt on elements to that core franchise that you can then offer to your franchisee as additional services. That can take a number of different forms. That can be different service in terms of the managed service, as I've just uh, explained which again can have a lot of advantages for the franchisee and can be quite attractive to them. But then there are individual elements within that that you can offer as separate services. So something like, say, HR services, which you wouldn't normally carry out on behalf of your franchisees. But if you're at a stage in your development where you have multiple stores yourself, multiple franchises potentially, you already have an overhead within your business then it makes perfect sense to offer certain services to your franchisees which will then contribute to paying for your your overhead and isn't part of your core service uh, in terms of your franchise so for instance you know a typical franchise doesn't offer HR services other than it will offer some support over the phone now I'm talking about contract disputes and and things like that or disciplinaries coverage things like that that they would typically have to go to a third party to to get some coverage and some 
expertise on anyway. Things like EHO, compliance checks and things like that. Again, something that they would typically have to go to a third party anyway. You could offer that as in-house. Uh, accounting services, if you've got your own accountant, then it makes perfect sense that, you know, that's, a, that's quite a big expense for you to be covering every single month. So if you can get some of that back by offering those services and the, the spare capacity there to do so, then it makes perfect sense to offer those services and to, to benefit financially from that. Things like maintenance contracts, compliance contracts, things like that. Again, these are all things that they would have to go to a third party for. Uh, things like extraction cleaning, things like that. You won't necessarily want to do the extraction clean yourself, but you could be that broker who could introduce and obviously get a, a markup on that. But I'm really kind of talking about the things that you've already got a cost base within your business, and therefore you can maybe pass some of that cost over to your franchise and offer a service. So, you know, it's not something you're trying to um, take away from your core product or, or diminish your franchise core product that you were offering anyway. These are all additional services that wouldn't otherwise be in there, but are costs that they franchisee would have to pick up at some point anyway. So why not pay you as opposed to a third party? You've got a cost and an overhead within your business anyway. So things like uh, you've got marketing. Now obviously they will contribute towards marketing anyway, but if your franchise is anything like mine, it only covers a certain element of uh, marketing and it certainly doesn't cover the more localized marketing. Another service that you can offer, like for instance, we have within our business, and I really advocate this and have done all the way through my podcast and anyone I talk to on franchising, is that in order to grow your franchise, you must not ignore your personal branding because it is critical to you being successful and for people to be looking for you to be uh, an expert in your field. They need to be able to, to find you. They need to be able to see good things written about you social, on your social media and they need to see a lot of content on them. These are the kind of marketing and social media um, things that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about things that are related to, to the shop. I'm talking more about their own personal profile, their uh, mother company, or even them personally. So you're talking about personal branding, you're talking about social media, not specific to your franchise. That's generally covered within your franchise fees and your marketing fee anyway. But you've got a marketing department. So offer additional services, as I said, you know, we have a podcast studio. So not only do we offer additional um, social media coverage for them personally, we also offer them podcasting services. So again, helping them to grow their personal brand. Now, something else that we offer and something that you could consider certainly is more applicable to restaurants. So again, as part of our layer cake franchising, we offer dark kitchens. Now that isn't part of the core service of our original franchise, but we have it in the background and we do talk to our franchises, all of our new franchises now, that in addition to the franchise that they are buying, 
once they are set up and they're comfortable and they're operating, etc., we try to make sure that the, the store is designed in such a way that it can incorporate a dark kitchen within it or a number of dark kitchens within it at a later date. Now, if you're not familiar with dark kitchens, effectively what they are is a delivery service that does not have a shop front. So it's, you purely order it through delivery provider, which in our case it's uh, Deliveroo and in, in some of our stores is also Uber. So we were offered, say for instance, a rib shack um, concept or a Vietnamese concept or a Japanese concept and that will only be a delivery model but it will operate out of our walk and go store. So once again it's an additional bolt-on that they can pay for and it's a it's not the same sort of payment as you would pay for one of our walk and go licenses or our main brand license because all of the shop is already set up. The whole idea of it is, is that there's such a minimum additional overhead because you're utilizing your existing staff, you're utilizing the existing premises, you're utilizing most of the same equipment, and the idea is to not have any real additional equipment or very, very minimal. So you're only really looking at some packaging costs and covering your delivery costs and obviously your, your materials. And everything else should be profit to you. So that's a particularly attractive bolt-on that we, again, have come up with. Again, pretty unique to us. You know, it's not unique in terms of dark kitchens operating from restaurants, but it certainly is within franchising. I'm not aware of anyone, anyone that is doing that and offering that. You know, can you imagine Subway saying, well, oh, actually, we've got a dark kitchen that is selling burgers. It's too much of a leap for them to go from where they are to offering that kind of product. You know, they, they're fundamentally selling sandwiches. To then move into, say, a hot food business is very, very difficult. And secondly, they don't do an awful lot on their delivery side. They're starting to, but they're not a delivery business. These concepts are set up with the sole purpose of being delivery models. So again, this is what I mean about layer cake. Layer cake is building one layer on top of your core service and adding additional services on top. So that's the reason it's called a layer cake. It's just like a layer cake. You're putting layer upon layer upon layer. And as I said, the final piece of the uh, puzzle is offering those dark kitchens on top of it. So I've managed to build up a number of services that I can offer as additional services that are not part of the core franchise. So they don't get in the way of that. They don't. There's no misinterpretation uh, or uh, misunderstanding that you're diminishing your original services in order to bolt on extras. These are very much extra services. So they can be either via a management services or they can be these individual bolt-ons, as I said, for accounting services, HR, maintenance, um, marketing, personal branding. All of these things that will help diminish your overhead costs, offer services that they would have to do anyway. And then there's obviously a business within a business that we are offering on our food business, on our walk and go side, which is, like I said, unique to us. 
you probably can only do something like that if it's uh, in the food, if you're in the food industry. If you're not, then there's something, you know, again, potentially you could try and replicate. Potentially there's some sort of business that has some sort of synergy with what you're currently doing and it's not too big a leap to offer as a new business within a business for your franchise. So there you have it. That's what I call the layer cake franchise. Um, I think it's pretty unique to, to us. Um, I'm putting it out there because I think there's potential opportunities for most franchises to do it. And like I said, you know, I'm all about disrupting the franchise world. I think it's all a little bit old uh, fashioned. It's um, It needs kind of a bit of a kick up the backside. There's nothing wrong with offering these additional services. It's certainly not typical. You won't find many franchises doing it, but shake it up because this is what's gonna make you stand out. There's a lot of people out there doing exactly the same thing and offering the same services as you in franchising. If you wanna stand out, it's not just about the quality of the franchise that you're offering that's gonna make you stand out because there's a lot of quality franchises out there. If you can offer something that has the flexibility of additional services um, that you can provide for a minimal cost and also the flexibility of things like a managed service or a managed franchise or an investment franchise where they get a guaranteed return, if you're in that position, obviously not many um, franchises are um, and that also needs to be very carefully thought out. There's no point, you, you, you have to be able to support those guarantees that you're offering. So you need to be very careful on what you're doing. We're a well-established franchise and therefore we don't offer it to, to all of our franchises. It, we pick them very, very carefully and the locations very carefully to make sure that we can absolutely support that kind of return. However, as I said, you know, look at your franchise offering with some flexibility and that can be within your pricing structure, it can be within your services that you offer, it can be with a future in mind that it gives them the ability to maybe introduce another business within the same framework of your franchise and therefore is attractive to your franchisee because they can earn an additional revenue stream from it. And obviously that's attractive to you as well. So franchising, can be flexible. Don't let anyone tell you that it can't be. Those that have uh, have been around for a lot of years, who are mainly American franchises that have come over here, have really set the tone for franchising for many years. And that's something that can be challenged now. It's far more established in this country than it used to be. You know, the market changes with the introduction of more technology. Um, and therefore more things, more opportunities become available. So certainly the emergence of Deliveroo, you would never have been able to offer a dark kitchen a number of years ago. But you can do that now and you can do it relatively quickly, easily and set up a concept and a brand within your, within your original um, business concept and have it up and running within weeks. You can have multiple ones running out of the same store, and that's what we do. It's, it adds a significant amount of revenue to your already existing business. So 
that's just an example of how technology has changed franchising it's disrupted franchising or at least it should be disrupting franchising and those that are, are not moving with it or they can't move with it because they're too big and they're too set in their ways and again I come back to places like Papa John's Subway things like that who will find it very very difficult to move into things like dark kitchens because they just can't do it it's too too big a shift for them but if you're a young franchise like us where you you can have more flexibility you can move more quickly you can take advantage of these opportunities so always try and remember in the back of your mind is that you're trying to do something that is going to be a little bit different that's going to stand out a little bit more than than your competition so I've talked about all of the things that are involved in the layer cake franchising but there's a few other things you can do as well that are not necessarily going to add additional revenue to you but will give you potential promotional advantages or help you in your exposure to the franchise world. So one of the things that we're again thinking of doing and it's all about stretching people's perceptions or, of what franchising is about, um, educating them but also trying to be a leader in franchising and really kind of uh, testing its boundaries because that's what we've already you know we've been doing that for since I started franchising I started franchising from a basis that I, I looked at Subway's franchises decided that they were going to be too restrictive on me and and created my own and it, with the viewpoint that I was not going to be as restrictive in my franchising and have more flexibility within my franchising so I was going to take the good and try and make it a bit better um, from my perspective but also be more attractive to franchisees as well so getting back to what I was going to explain to you it's something else that we've, we've been looking at we want to introduce more and more people into franchising at a younger age so we're just trying to set up something at the moment that's going to be called aggressive franchising and it's specifically going to be targeted at 15 to 18 year olds now, not with a view of them obviously buying a franchise, but to educate them on what franchising is about and introduce them into franchising because they don't know what it is. I can tell you now, talk to your children, ask them what franchising is. They have no idea. But it's a great opportunity, it's a great introduction or potential introduction for them um, when they leave school. And it's another viable option for them rather than going to university building up debt why not buy a franchise with obviously help from mother and father unless they've been earning an extremely good amount of pocket money so that's my aim I want to introduce um, kids to franchising with an aim of trying to get them more involved trying to educate them more into the entrepreneur world because make no mistake about it franchising is entrepreneurial it's quite often overlooked as being entrepreneurial. People see it as singular franchise shops that are open and more of a like, almost like a sole trader. Well, it's not. It, you can certainly be a single operator, but you've got to be entrepreneurial in spirit in order to do this. And if you're also 
going to actually create a brand or a concept, then you are very much a, an entrepreneur. I know most of my franchises have got more than one franchise concept for them. Like our master franchise, they've got, they operate um, subway franchises, etc., and we are a bolt-on to their, their operation. So it's very entrepreneurial. And I want to introduce uh, people at a younger age into this because I think it gives them loads of opportunities. It's a safer option for them um, than setting up on their own. But then they can also, the beauty of franchising is you don't just like, you don't just have to stick with one franchise. You can introduce other franchises and other businesses to it and they all become then a bolt-on. It becomes a bigger business. So I want to be able to introduce this to people from a buying point of view in terms of buying individual franchises from people like myself but also the opportunity of them coming up with ideas and setting off on the entrepreneurial road to coming up with concepts of their own and the potential of franchising those concepts out for themselves and I think schools don't do this so the industry needs to take more interest in doing this itself so it's something that I, I'm quite passionate about I really want to do I want to try and link up with local universities as well for the slightly older um, age group so these are people that have already made the decision to go to university and spend all of that money on university it, you know fine fair enough but I still think there's an education there for them into the entrepreneurial world or franchising that they probably have not been exposed to. So that's another side of it as well. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget, I upload new episodes every Friday on iTunes and all other podcast providers as well. They are released on YouTube every Monday. If you've got a second, please, please leave a rating and review. It really helps me get new eyes on the show. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't let your reality get in the way of your dreams.